0: Have you ever considered that the amount of control you exert over your teenager now will impact their independence and well-being as they move into young adulthood? Yeah, well, it's a fact. How much autonomy you allow your teen to have has been scientifically tied to their level of independence and ability to cope as an emerging adult later on. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how, despite your best intentions to protect your kid from all the bad stuff, keep them out of trouble, make sure they're successful, that they make good choices, that they don't fall flat on their face, you could be doing just the opposite and making them more dependent on you and less able to handle life as they move into their late teens and early 20s. This is Speaking of Teens, the podcast that helps parents who are struggling to find peace and connection with their teens. My name is Ann Coleman. I'm an attorney turned parent educator and a mom who's been there. And I want to help you build a stronger relationship and decrease the conflict with your kid so you can help them grow into the young adult they're meant to be. So here's the hard truth. We cannot protect our kids from getting hurt from hurting someone else, from losing, from making enormous mistakes, from making an absolute mess of themselves. We can't stop that. We can't live their lives for them. We can't make their decisions. We can't tell them what to do. If you're trying to make sure your teen does everything right and lives up to some pie in the sky ideal in your head, you are in for so much disappointment and heartache because A, it's just not going to happen, and B, you are going to ruin your relationship with them, which is the only thing you have. It's the only way you can have any influence in how they turn out. And C, you are going to make your teen so afraid to live their own life that you've bought yourself a full-time job from now on. If the goal is to raise a fully functional, mentally healthy adult, then we have to let them practice. No one ever learns to do something well without practice, and that includes being an adult. I'm talking about backing up and learning how to let go a bit so your teen can get a taste of what it's like to live life in all its messy glory. It's the only way they will ever have the confidence to experience a full and happy life and not live in your basement or their old bedroom forever. So let's talk specifics. How do you know if you're thwarting your teen's autonomy, doing too much hovering, controlling too much, and just generally being way too far up in their business? Well, I can tell you for one thing, you're going to be in a constant power struggle with your kid. They're going to be pushing back a lot. And look at the things you do for them and what they do for themselves. Anything that you're doing for them that they are capable of doing on their own, even if it would be a little bit of a push or a little bit of a struggle, then you need to back off and have them take over. Think about this every time you log into Google Classroom or clean their shower for them. And think about how often you step in to help them avoid a mistake or fix it after the fact. How often do you rescue them from natural consequences that aren't going to be dangerous or unhealthy or keep them from being able to do something in the future? No one learns how to live life without making mistakes and having to live with them. Now, I don't mean a mistake that would keep them out of college, like not taking the right courses in high school or letting them go to jail when you could hire an attorney and let them pay you back later. But failing a semester of algebra likely won't change their entire life trajectory. There's no lack of colleges out there that they could still go to with one failing grade. And having to work and pay back that $5,000 you had to spend in legal fees is the cost for doing something they shouldn't have done. We learn and grow through making mistakes. No one ever grows up to be a proper adult without making lots of mistakes and living with the consequences as long as they don't do permanent damage. It's called life experience. And you can't expect them to leave your house at 18, 19, or even 25 and be able to function in the world without having some of the hat. Think about it. Now, what about how restrictive you are to begin with? Are you trying to keep them from ever making a mistake? Maybe they've made a few and now you don't know what to do. So you're keeping them under your thumb at all times and you're trying to make sure that they don't get in trouble. It's the same as rescuing. You have to release that tether a little bit and let them go out there and experience life because having such a tight rein will either A, make sure they have no opportunities to make mistakes and therefore they can't grow, or B, make sure they rebel against all the rules and get in more trouble than you ever thought possible. If you've never heard me say this, I'll say it again. Professor Lawrence Steinberg talks about autonomy in his book, Age of Opportunity. Steinberg is a world-renowned researcher and expert in adolescent psychology. He says there are five things to consider when you're making a rule or deciding whether your teen should be allowed to do something. And the same would go for deciding whether they need your help with a situation. Ask yourself, is it or does it have the likelihood of being Dangerous, unhealthy, illegal, unethical, or likely to close some door better left open. Now, of course, these things are all subjective, so you may have to really dig deep or consult with other people to check your own perspective, even. If it doesn't fall into any of these categories, your teen should be able to do it or decide for themselves. And if you decide it does fit into one of those categories, then there should probably be a rule or they probably shouldn't be allowed to do the thing or you should step in and help them avoid the mistake. But you should always try to help come up with alternatives, negotiate something else with them. For example, could it be dangerous to go camping with a few friends up in the mountains at age 16 with no adults around for miles and miles? Sure it could. But... What if they camped in the woods down the street from a parent's house where there's cell service and adults close by? What if you found out that your kid planned to cheat on a big test? That's unethical and could likely close doors for them. So you'd step in and you'd try to make sure that didn't happen. Could it be dangerous to spend a night in the drunk tank at the local jail or should they stay there to learn a lesson? It could definitely be dangerous, not just physically, but mentally And it could do major damage to your connection with your teen. Start considering these things before jumping in to make a quick decision or give them a definitive no without discussing the issue. Whether you're being driven by your own fear or you just can't let go of that control, you have to stop. Because this is what science says will happen to your teen if you don't they'll have difficulty making decisions. They won't realize that they are even capable of making decisions for themselves if they've never been allowed to. They must have every possible opportunity while living with you to make their own decisions and learn to assess consequences for themselves. This inability to make decisions then also impacts their ability to set goals for themselves. They've had no practice. They'll either have to look to you for help in making all their decisions or rely on other people, which leads to feelings of helplessness, a lack of confidence and sense of overall well-being. They'll probably have a low sense of self-worth and not be able to handle constructive feedback or criticism, which also means an inability to learn and grow They may even avoid situations where this could happen, so they end up not pushing themselves to try new things or more challenging classes or jobs. When you prevent your teen from learning from their mistakes or dealing with setbacks in their life, they may also have a really hard time adapting to new situations and coping with stress. This can present as a fear of failure not wanting to step outside their comfort zone, a fear of new experiences and unfamiliar situations. It's called psychological inflexibility. And because they've not had enough experience making their own decisions, making mistakes and recovering from them, they may really struggle with critical thinking and problem solving because they have a hard time seeing things from different perspectives. Think about this as it plays out in their life in the future going off to school, getting a job, an apartment, having relationships, moving forward in life. If they've been constantly told what to do, what not to do, where to be and at what time and who to be with and what to think and how to feel and how hard to work and when to work, they will think themselves incapable of doing these things when you're not around to hover over them. A full 30% of kids leave college after one semester. They can't cope. They're lost. They can't deal with not being the best, the brightest, or not having someone around to make sure they do what they're supposed to do. You've got to back up. You have to let go. They have to learn about life through their own experiences, not yours. If you keep protecting them or controlling them now to guarantee their success, you are setting them up for failure instead. Don't do it. Every time you start to do something for your teen, check up on them or behind them. Argue about where they are or what they're doing or what they're not allowed to do or jump in to prevent a mistake or clean up after one of them. Think. Am I going too far here? Can they do this on their own? Can they learn something here? Will this be dangerous, unhealthy, illegal, unethical, or screw up the future? No? Okay, then back up. Might it be embarrassing to me? Do I know what's probably going to happen? And am I just trying to save them from it? Do I worry that this is somehow going to lead them in the wrong direction, but without any proof? Gently bring it up in a conversation, but then the ultimate decision is theirs. Holding on tighter will not make everything okay. Okay, that's it for Speaking of Teens today. I am going to have to start moving more towards like a 10, 15 minute episode on Fridays because I just can't do it. I just, I can't do two full episodes a week. So I'm going to back up a little bit and I may give in, you know, in a few weeks. I don't know. But anyway, I hope that you did find that very useful and I hope that you will share it with other parents in your sphere, in your circle. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to join us in the Facebook group, to talk about some of these things or ask questions, please do. You can scroll down to the bottom of the episode description right where you're listening and just click on the link for the Facebook group. All right, I will see you next time. And until then, remember, a little change goes a long way.